Can you greet the listeners with Ayup? Ja, ich bin Ayup und willkommen zu unserem Podcast Close Aside. Hallo, hallo, willkommen zu unserem Podcast, wo Andrew versucht, Deutsch zu sprechen. And Ingrid tries to speak some English. And sometimes we'll get it right. And sometimes we'll be close aside. Eine wichtige Sache, ähm, die ich mich gefragt habe. Wie sagt man Muskelkater auf Englisch? Muskelkater? Weißt du, was das ist? I'm trying to work it out. Like, muscle-car? <laughs> so, kata means uh, a male cat, or it means a hangover. Okay, yes, yes. And muscle-kata is sore muscles, I guess. Oh, like from when you've gone to the gym? Yes. But I feel like, so in German you can very perfectly say, Oh, ich habe sore den muskel Whereas in English, how am I supposed to say, oh God, I got such sore muscles, muscles, that doesn't sound as spectacular. Yeah, so I, I guess you go, oh, my muscles are sore. If you're a gym bro, you can go, <laughs> oh, I've got dom. Ingrid's laughing because I'm such What? a big gym bro. But you, and you can go, I've got dom. No, so I'm just like, laughing because I'm imagining a gym bro. A <laughs> <laughs> gym bro. Who's like man gym bro after which? Ich hab keine Ahnung. Okay. Well, wenn man ein Jimbo ist, um, you could say, oh, I've got DOMS, where DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness. Delayed on what? Delayed onset muscle soreness. So Onset. Yeah, so like delayed onset means, oh, like onset is how quickly something um, like happens, like after something. So like, oh, the onset of his symptoms was fast. Uh, if, if you quickly feel ill. But, uh, so delayed onset just means it happens later. Oh, I see. Yeah, so you're a gym bro. Du bist ein gym bro. You, du kannst... I'm not oh, a gym Ich bin kein gym bro. Ich war literally auf einem Berg. I went... Oh God, so many words. How do I say I... I in German, it's, ich bin auf den Untersberg gegangen. I went on the... I was climbing the mountain. I was on the... Um, so I, can I say I went on the Untersberg? Yeah, I was That on the Untersberg. I was on, I was on the Untersberg, I think is probably better. Okay, so I was on the Untersberg on a Saturday. And then the Sunday, a week later, it still hurt. <laughs> you still had DOMS. Wow, that's, that is intense DOMS, to be fair. Uh, even though it's not a very... Some people might say it is a spectacular mountain, but if you're like a hiking person from Salzburg, it's not. You You would go up in the morning and you'd be back by lunch. If you're a name redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would do it before breakfast. Yes. <laughs> can we just briefly, can we kurz, kannst du kurz erklären, was redacted bedeutet? Yes, yeah, so, I did a little bit of Googling into this because we tried to discuss it last time and I'm not sure it made the podcast. Redacted, when you redact a document, is when you get rid of sensitive information that the public can't know. Ah, oh, sensitive information, that's a good word. So, normally it would be like a top secret document might have the names of people in it redacted. Right, because I thought it was... So the thing is, I think in German there's just one word for censored and redacted. I think it's just censored. 
I, maybe I'm wrong, but because like a document, you can say it's geschwärzt if it's made black. <laughs> but right. I think, I guess if, if it's a beep, I, I don't know. The only German word I can come up with is censiert. But then it's the same whether it's because it's a rude word or because it's a sensitive information. Um, but yeah, so reducted is if we talk about our job, which obviously is secret. <laughs> Top secret. Then we might say reducted. It just means... Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. Yeah, right. So, so we might say reducted so that I don't have to put a beep over it. Yes, exactly right. Let's maybe talk about some feedback we got from last the last podcast. Yes. <laughs> Actually, when I told my friends about the podcast, weißt du, was sie gefragt haben? Nee, was? Is this clothes aside or a close aside? <laughs> Jetzt machen wir ein nudist podcast Ja, yeah, that would be a different kind of podcast. <laughs> to, confirm, to confirm, Ingrid and I, both, uh, we, wir tragen unsere Kleidung. We're also, well, well dressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well dressed might be a step too far. We're you're well dressed and I'm dressed. I'm not well dressed. <laughs> so, the... Apart from the fact that they misheard it as clothes aside, um, <laughs> I got some funny messages. So we said that people should send us their clothes asides. Do you remember? Yes, yes. And nur eine Person hat das gemacht. Warte kurz. Um, folgendes. Just heard through it. Far aside, I guess. Ingrid and Andrew discussing the most demanding questions of life, emojis, and also, who the hell is Edgar? Um, Andrew. Who the hell is Edgar? <laughs> yes, a lot of, okay, so two, two parts. Let's do part one first. Just heard through it. Far aside, I guess. Is it something you can say or not? Just heard through it. No, so I don't think that makes sense. I'm trying to work out what, like, context they're saying this in. So I sent them the link and then they answered just heard through it yeah. uh, okay no i don't think that's far aside that's close aside you could say i've just listened to it i listened through it um the oh I, yeah no that's a close aside i i, I don't think that's a far aside close aside close aside well perfect thank you very much to our to our friend so they said ingrid and andrew are discussing the most demanding questions of life toilets <laughs> and who the hell is edgar um, Andrew, do you get the reference? So, I'm I feel like you might. This is a Eurovision reference. Yes. Um, <laughs> ehrlich gesagt, ha, wenn ich Eurovision, 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 wie sagt man das auf Deutsch? Ich glaube, wir sagen auch Eurovision Song Contest. Wenn ich Eurovision schauen, bin ich normalerweise, ne, trinke ich normalerweise viel zu viel. Um, but Edgar, the Edgar song was quite early on, so I do remember the Edgar song. Sehr gut, genau. Also, das war eine sehr nette Nachricht. Uh, speaking of most demanding questions and toilets, we did get a comment on toilets. Um, somebody said, die Klotypen heißen Flachspüler und Tiefspüler. Okay. And, and also, by the way, that's one of the best, like, what people loved most was the, the, the poo shelf. The poo shelf. Well, I'm glad to know there is a real word for it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's called Flachspüler, I guess. Like flach as in the opposite of steep. Like um, flat. Flach, flat. Spüler, what's spüler? Spülung. The, the spülung is the flush. Oh, okay. And spüler is, I don't know, uh, something to do with flushing. So you can either have a flat flushing toilet or a tiefspüler, a deep flushing toilet. I can see already this podcast wird wieder sich nur um Klos drehen. Yeah, I think <laughs> at some point we're going to have to stop talking about toilets. But, I, um... but they also said um, what the advantages are because that's what you asked last time. Yes, I did. <laughs> And yeah. I, I, I didn't answer. So they said, der Flachspüler hat eigentlich nur die Vorteile, dass man Stuhlproben nehmen kann und dass einem nicht das Wasser entgegenspritzen kann. Okay, I can agree with the water. It doesn't splash back, which we agree it's very good in German toilets. If I understood the German right, I don't want to look at my poo. <laughs> you said something about saluting, which was very funny. But yeah, it's not for saluting the poo, it's for examining the poo. <laughs> okay, um, let's read some more messages. So I got a screenshot and also someone showed me on my phone. Do you know what the description on Apple Podcasts is? So in Apple Podcasts, you can see like the info of, about the podcast, not only what we typed in, but like the classifications and stuff. Yeah. What does it say at, in the category Bewertung? I don't know. And there's no way you could guess. Um, also, I wouldn't read it as that, like Bewertung. Uh, it's, it's weird that they call it Bewertung, but it says Anstößig. What does that mean? It's... Um, I guess, like, offensive. <laughs> Wait, let me fact check. Are we offensive? I guess we did talk about toilets for a long while. Okay, anstößig is obnox obnoxious, offensive, indecent, um, yeah, nasty, <laughs> scandalous. Oh, wow, okay, so... <laughs> no, but I think, I know where this is coming from. I had to, like, I had to classify whether it used strong language or not. Oh, and I said okay. that it did, and so I guess that's the translation. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I will continue trying to be scandalous and obnoxious. Weißt du noch, dass wir am Ende von der ersten Folge gesagt haben, haha, yes, email us at our non-existing email address. Do we have an email address now? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Was ist unsere E-Mail Address? Um, es ist natürlich close aside at gmail.com. Alles zusammen, everything like just one word, close aside at gmail.com. And we'll check the emails before we record a new episode. Um, does that wrap up part one? Let's move on to part two, which is on, which is in English only. should clarify a couple of things. So people were speculating about your accent. Oh, were they? Okay. We didn't clarify which part of the North. Also, I think a lot of people aren't aware what North means. Neither am Good I. Good point. So something, I guess, something to like start off on is I have like Northern touches to my accent, but I don't really have a heavy Northern accent or a heavy... No, so but I you have a in... touch and not a touch. I have a touch and not a touch. Um, so I grew up in North Yorkshire, but on the north northern edge of it, which is near 
Middlesbrough, like a more northeastern accent. Um, I don't have either. Uh, but so, no, it's a good question. Like, what do we mean by the North? I think something that people who aren't British think immediately when you say Northern is that you're Scottish, and that's not yes. the case. Yeah, we had a guess. So someone, also someone thought you might be Scottish. <laughs> no, so not Scottish. Um, so when you say like you're Northern, you mean like you're North of England. North of, like North part of England. England, yes. Yes. Um, but where's the, where's the Midlands and where's the North? So, good question. So, if you ask a Londoner where the North is, they'd say, like, anything above the M25. Um, <laughs> anything above Watford, they'd say isn't Northern. That's a lie. <laughs> if you ask a Northerner... So I was... I mean, even, like, people who live more North than me would probably agree I'm a Northerner. So um, it's fine. But basically, the normally, the more North you are, the less you consider North than the more you consider South. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, like, I draw a line from, like, Liverpool to Leeds to York. and Oh, no, Sheffield's in the north. But, yeah, so basically, the more northern you are, the less you consider the north. As for the Midlands, the only people who think the Midlands are a thing are people who want to be northern and aren't. So, <laughs> no, more specifically, there are Midlands, but, again, people... In the same way that we don't have a really well-defined south or north of England, I don't think the Midland, Midlands are all that well-defined either. Okay, well, I once, so a couple of years ago, I talked to someone in a completely different country, and this person, to me, sounded northern because, I mean, something like northern, because she had, she said, bus. Bus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which shade of ooh she said, but it was definitely very different from bus. And so I asked her where she was from, and she said, like, from the middle of England. And I said, oh, I thought you were, I don't know, I thought you were from the north. And she said, no, no, I'm from the place where um, there's the Robin Hood tree. <laughs> oh, not she, Nottingham. Nottingham, yes, Nottinghamshire. Yeah, so I think people from Nottingham would probably say they're in the Midlands. People in London would say they're in the south, in the north, and people in the north would say they're in the south. So, I see. I see. Um, so something that's maybe a, the best definition I've found is we have a shop called Greg's, which sells pastries and sausage rolls, and there are lots of them in the north, and there's not many in the south. And you can find online a Greg's index which tries to define the north and south based on the numbers of Greg's per square mile. That's a very good fact. Thanks for clarifying. So I think for, this, for the podcast, we'll go by the definition of the north is has lots of Greg's. Okay, I've never been to one. I'll check them out next time. Get, oh yeah, get yourself a sausage roll in the UK. I don't, I've never been able to really find one when I'm in Germany. So, Or vice versa, we've got an email address now. If you know where I can get sausage rolls when I'm in Germany... Let me know. And what if they're vegetarian? Oh, you know what? Greg's does a vegan sausage roll now and it's banging. It's really oh, good. Very good. Very good. Let's move on. Sorry, this is a the rest is politics reference. I'll this always is. move us on with very good. Very good. <laughs> so, Andrew always claims that my English is, I quote, impeccable, 
which I know for a fact is not true. So I was wondering if you figured out something that I said wrong, or maybe if you found a feature in my, uh, well, in my accent that tells people that I'm maybe German first language person. So I listened to the podcast. You with did? A fine ear. I did. All the way through with a fine ear. And genuinely, I couldn't come up with anything that was properly wrong in a way that an English speaker, a native English speaker, wouldn't make the same, like, quick mistake. Because English is impeccable. Uh, it's very annoying. Um, <laughs> so true. Never mind. I wrote down a few funny things that you said. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, right. One very funny mistake, which I noticed because I had made it before myself. <laughs> we were talking about Barbie and Margot Robbie. Yes. And you said she was Australierin. No, that's the correct way to say it. She was Australianerin. What? Oh, God. What, what did I say? Australianerin. Australianerin. And I know that I've said that before as well. And it's so funny because it sounds like... She was from a different planet? Does that make sense? <laughs> right, Australiana, okay, yeah. like Marciana, like my favourite movie. <laughs> okay, oh wow, okay. So what is it really? So it's Australiarin. Australiarin. Well, sorry Margot Robbie and all of Australia for that mistake. <laughs> no, that's, it's, very, it's a very cute mistake. Yeah, okay. And then I have one accent feature. It's actually not important, but I thought it was... Um, funny so I, I'm not even sure if it's in the episode or if I edited those ends out so when you say und for and sometimes it sounded like und do you hear the, the difference like und versus und und yeah genau genau und you said und can you say that again und und and I feel like Hub. it's the same, uh, exactly, yeah. it's the same as when I said bus, and then you said no, northern is more ooh, like bus, so I think you have to go well, more northern, northern on your und. <laughs> well, I'm always glad to go more northern, so und, und. Yeah, sehr gut, genau, und. Oh, I have one more English question. Oh, go on, yes. In the description of, the, of our podcast, um, so... I published it, and then afterwards I added a colon, a comma, a comma. Yes. A colon. I, I added a colon, that's the word for comma, right? No, wait. What's the... Oh, God, I'm so confused. What's a semicolon? For us, a colon is like two dots. Oh, I'm sorry. I should know that from reducted. But uh, <laughs> there's backslash colon, and that's what you went for yeah, two dots. Or backslash colon EQQ. <laughs> I think we should leave that in to see if anyone gets what we're on about there. Okay. No, I, I'm so confused. What I just want to say is that. That's, that's a comma, <laughs> and then a. A comma. Is it a and comma? A, a comma, and then a semicolon. Has a dot at the it's top. A dot and, and the and comma. A comma. Yes. I am a fan of semicolons since I recently. I like semicolons. I think I never used them in German before I was writing things in English, and then I started using it. And now I, I use them in, in German as well, but I'm not sure if it's correct. I think people use them generally quite incorrectly in English, probably including myself, but I do like them. 
Yeah, I, I do like a semicolon. And um, but I was my question was going to be just about Commons, the usual yeah. comma. Yes, because the thing is, oh god, I used to be very good at German commas. You guys have so many rules for commas. And actually, when you understand it, it's I. I was at some point I was able to tell you with a okay with ninety nine percent. Uh, what's it called? Sicherheit. Like, <laughs> accuracy accuracy whether there should be a comma or not in German but since I've been writing so much in English I I can't do either because they're kind of <laughs> opposite like if it's if there's a comma in German then most likely is not one in English and the other way around so I was going to ask um in the description I wrote um what did I write you wrote Ingrid Andrew tries to speak German comma and Ingrid tries to speak English sometimes they get it right comma and sometimes they're just close aside. What do you think about the commas? Oh, gosh. Um, I think in the first version, I just had a comma in the first sentence and not in the second sentence, or something like that. Um, I think it's good either way, right? Like, okay. I'm, no, I'm no comma expert. Um, yeah, I think it's you have quite a lot of freedom in English, whereas in German, it's, there are very few situations where you, can, where, where you have a choice. Would you like some English drama about commas? Absolutely. So we have this thing called the Oxford comma, which is dying out. Yes, I heard about this. Yes. Um, and Tell me more. So I'm pro the Oxford comma. Broadly, the Oxford comma is there when you're making a list of things so that you know it's a list and that these things are separate ideas. And I'm just going to Google a funny example. because. Yes, so I've just found this newspaper article about Rachel Ray, who's a cook in the US. She's got a TV show. And the um, without the Oxford comma, it goes, Rachel Ray finds inspiration in cooking her family and her dog. <laughs> Whereas with the Oxford comma, you'd go, Rachel Ray finds inspiration in cooking, comma, her family, comma, and her dog. So you know that her inspiration is in the three things and she isn't eating her family and her pets. But I thought the Oxford comma was just the one after the end. It is, yes. But like, if you leave out all the commas, that's not about the Oxford comma, is it? Because that's a bad example, because it's not about the Oxford comma, it's about commas in general. Okay, here's... So here's an example, yeah, where it makes sense. But the, the comma makes sense in the first place. So this one goes, we went caroling with our dogs, grandma and grandpa. What, what's caroling? Oh, caroling is when people go door to door singing Christmas songs. Oh, I should have known that. Okay. Um, right. So they went caroling with the dogs. Dogs. <laughs> grandma and grandpa. The dogs. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's if, a good example. Right, so if you if you have... So without the Oxford comma, you could interpret it as the dogs specified as grandma, grandma, grandma. Yeah. Whereas if you have the dogs, comma, grandma, comma, and grandpa. Yeah. Then it's clear that it's a list. What you're and, about, yeah. Right. Okay, I see. I use it. I... This, now we're just getting onto a grammar lesson and forget the comedy kids, you're here for grammar now. Um, so I use commas, in, I'm really bad at commas. I do this thing called comma splicing where 
I have essentially two sentences that should be separate. And when you should use a semicolon. When well, I not yeah, I guess a semicolon would be better, or maybe even better, just a full stop. And I'm like, no, comma, let's make this sentence go longer. You're pretending to be German, and you want to make long sentences. Actually, have I told you about this? That recently I read something somebody had written in German. Go on. I re- I was at work, and usually at work I read things in English, but for some reason this specific thing was in German. And I was reading it, and I was thinking in my head, oh my god, how did this person make such long, complicated sentences in English? <laughs> like, it's obvious that the author of this is a German native speaker, <laughs> but how did they do this? And then I realised that it actually was in German. And there was literally a sentence that was five lines long. As part of our jobs, um, so I I read a lot of people's drafts when they they foreign their mother tongue isn't English and they write in English. So I read a lot of drafts, and it's it's funny you say this because the most common mistake I see is sentences being far 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 too long. Which apparently you do as well. Yeah, at me, at Andrew. Um, <laughs> use some full stops. Do you know what? If we're going to be, um, if we're being vulgar on Apple anyway, I'm going to swear more. Use more motherfucking stops, full stops. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, there's one last thing we have to do in this sure. section, which is, you remember last time I attempted a northern accent? Oh, yes, well, you need to do a new accent for us. Right, and what do I have to do? I've got to guess the accent. Okay, I'll, I'll try my best. Um, oh, it was so lovely to see you. I was a little worried last weekend when I heard about the issues you were having with your castle, and I'm very happy that you got it all sorted. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> this one's definitely posh, and it's because I know you're doing posh because of your issues. Someone has been listening to At The Rest Is Politics for Rory Stewart. Rory bro, on The Rest Is Politics, issue, issue, none of this is tissue, issue, no, issue, tissue. <laughs> yeah, but there, I also tried to say, so it's funny because I used to always say castle or um, last weekend. I never said last or castle, but since I've been talking to you, I do say that. Well, I think it sounds better. It does sound. So better. I'll say this: if we again, if we're gonna, if we've got a vulgar thing, we could do it. Um, so I hate when southerners go, "You bastard!" It doesn't sound aggressive. It doesn't <laughs> sound nasty, and it doesn't sound like we're about to have a fight. Whereas up north, you're like, "You bastard!" Tell me that's not a bit scarier. I can't stand it. Um, this other way, bastard. Oh, oh, bastard. you bastard! Oh, you bastard. And like last time, part three will be purely in German. So if you don't understand German, well, if this is your go to sleep podcast, then I guess that's perfect. If not, we won't be angry if you tune out. Um, so, möchtest du uns sagen, worüber wir heute auf Deutsch reden? Heute sprechen wir über Züge. Ähm, die deutschen Leute sagen, dass Züge in Deutschland nicht so gut sind. 
die Deutsche Bahn ist ja, ach, jetzt kann ich nur Englisch denken, notoriously late, is that a thing? Ja, immer spät. Ähm, <lacht> ich war letzten Monat in Düsseldorf und ähm, ja, die Deutsche Bahn war ein bisschen spät, aber nicht als verspätet als die andere Leute hat, als die deutsche Leute hat gesagt. Es nicht so verspätet. Okay. okay, ja, ich muss sagen, ich habe auch in letzter Zeit sehr viel Glück gehabt mit der Deutschen Bahn. Aber das war, als ich, ich, als ich in England war, hat auch jemand aus England erzählt, sie, haben, sie müssten von England nach Dänemark, glaube ich. Okay. Und sie haben alles versucht, um irgendwie deutsche Züge zu vermeiden. Also, <lacht> es ist weltweit bekannt, dass die deutsche Bahn immer zu spät ist. Ähm, sie hat schon, also wenn man sich die Statistiken anschaut, nicht, dass ich das gemacht hätte, aber was man so hört, hat sie schon wirklich deutlich, deutlich mehr Verspätungen als Österreich. Ähm, zum okay. Beispiel. Ich weiß nicht, aber ein großer Vorteil von der Deutschen Bahn und dem, dass sie sehr oft zu spät ist und Ausfälle hat, ist, wenn du dich in der Deutschen Bahn neben eine andere Person setzt und ja, du Smalltalken ja. möchtest, kannst du dich immer über die Deutsche Bahn beschweren. <lacht> <lacht> in England und in Großbritannien trinkt man viel Alkohol auf dem Zug. Oh, okay. Ich hoffe nicht auf dem Zug. Weißt du, was auf dem Zug bedeutet? On the train? Ja, but on top of the train. Oh, shit. In dem Zug? Äh, Im Zug, ja. Wenn man im Zug ist. Zug. Wenn man im Zug ist, äh, in England, trinkt man viel. Wirklich? Also mir ist es nicht aufgefallen. Vielleicht trinkt Engländer viel die ganze Zeit, aber... Man kann Bier, Wein und so weiter im Zug kaufen. Ah, quasi im Bordbistro oder so. Ja, yeah, ja. Yeah. Oder mit dem Shopping Cart Lady. Wie in Harry Potter. <lacht> ja, ja, ja. Die gibt's bei uns auch. Aber ich weiß nicht, ob sie Alkohol verkaufen. Kaffee verkaufen sie auf jeden Fall. Ja, Kaffee, nein. Man kann Kaffee kaufen, natürlich. Aber es ist Alkoholseit. Zugzeit ist Alkoholzeit. Okay. Ist mir nicht aufgefallen. Äh, mein, äh, Deutsche Mann, mein Lieblingsdinge. Ähm, und ich habe es nie in England oder Schottland gesehen. Du hast, ich weiß nicht, die Worte, Doppeldecker-Zuge? Oh, ja, ich weiß auch nicht, wie die heißen. Ich weiß, was du meinst. Es ist so cool. Ich liebe es. Auf dem Bus in England sitze ich auf dem... Sitzt du immer oben? Mhm. Nee, nie oben. Es nie oben. Ach so, sorry. Ja. Nee, okay. äh, warum? Es ist nicht so cool. Aber... Ich finde schon, vorne, da, da war ja immer so ein Riesenfenster. Wenn man oben vorne sitzt, das finde ich schon cool. Ich lese auf dem Bus. Ach so. Ich, aber, ja. Im Bus. Äh, in Deutschland. Im Bus, im Bus, im Bus. Ich habe tatsächlich neulich so ein Meme gesehen, wie schwierig die deutsche Sprache ist. Ähm, weil zum Beispiel du sagst, ich warte auf den Bus, auf den, ja. auf wen Akkusativ. Ich ja, warte ja. auf den Bus und ich warte auf dem, auf dem Bus. Dativ ist, wenn du oben drauf wartest. 
Deutsch ist schwer, Leute. Ich versuche wirklich. Ah, oh, doch, Deutsch. Ähm, aber ja, wenn ich im Suge in Deutschland bin, sitze ich immer oben, weil es so cool ist. Okay, also ich bin ehrlich gesagt, ich glaube, das ist nur was man kennt, weil ich habe die Doppeldecker-Busse in England viel cooler gefunden als die Doppeldecker-Züge. Ja, vielleicht. Vor allem, weil ich im Zug oft Gepäck habe und dann habe ich keine Lust, meinen Koffer raufzuschleppen. Ah, je mehr Gepäck, die ich habe, desto mehr auf dem Uben sitzen wollen. <lacht> desto mehr will ich oben sitzen, okay. Ähm, nee, ich liebe es. Es ist so echt cool, echt cool. <lacht> okay. Ich habe noch zwei, äh, zwei Sachen, die mir in England in den Zügen gefallen haben. Ja, ja. Ähm, das erste ist die Ansage. Die habe ich, das war vorher, weißt du noch, als ich meinen Posh-Accent gesagt habe, ich glaube, ich habe am Ende irgendwas gesagt, ähm, I'm so happy you got it all sorted. Und meine Gedanken gehen dann weiter, weißt du wie? Sorted? See it, say it, sorted. Sorted, see it, say it, sorted. Also, kurz als Erklärung, in englischen Zügen ähm, oder auch überhaupt, wo ist denn das überhaupt? Ist es in ganz UK? Ich erinnere mich nicht mehr. Uh, es ist Fast über alles. Vielleicht am meisten ist das Zuge und der Tube, unsere U-Bahn. Aber ich glaube, man kann es auch in, man kann es auch in Flughafen hören und so weiter. See, say it sorted. Es ist, wenn man ein Problem sieht, da man ruft dieses Nummer, man, you say it, und dann ist das sorted. Genau, und, äh, und die Freundin und ich, mit der ich unterwegs war, wir haben lange gebraucht, um zu verstehen, dass es nicht see it, say it, sort it ist. <lacht> sorted. <lacht> ja, also du musst es quasi nur sehen, sagen und sie lösen das. Sie lösen das dann. Also ich glaube, es geht um so, so wenn du irgendwas Verdächtiges siehst oder wenn du siehst, dass irgendjemand etwas, äh, weiß ich, irgendjemanden belästigt oder so, oder? Oh, es ist für seriöse Dinge. Ähm, zum Beispiel, wenn man, wenn es nur Teenagers, die yeah, eigentlich. You can go more northern on your nurse as well. Nur. Nur. Wenn es nur Teenagers ähm, ein bisschen zu laut sind, ähm, ist das nicht für das. Nein, nein, so habe ich das auch nicht verstanden. Ähm, und wo wir schon über Durchsagen sprechen, ähm, eine, also es gibt viele witzige Durchsagen. Oh, genau, dazu habe ich eine witzige Durchsage aus England und dann noch eine witzige Durchsage in Österreich. Okay. In LNER, LNER, ist die Zugcompany, die zwischen London und ganz nach Schottland fährt. Genau, da sind wir auch gefahren. Die haben uns in Aberdeen, glaube ich. Okay, ja, yeah, ja. Yeah. Haben sie uns darauf aufmerksam gemacht, dass es dort Ticket Barriers gibt? Ja, yeah, ja, yeah, ja. Yeah. Und also, dass es diese, diese, äh, diese Türen gibt, wo man sein Ticket scannen muss, um durchzukommen. Das ist tatsächlich nämlich nicht überall so. Es ist genau wie äh, Toilette in Deutschland. Haha! <lacht> ja! <lacht> genau. Wie die, 
wir die Eingänge zu den kostpflichtigen Toiletten in Deutschland an den Autobahnen, genau, <lacht> äh, musst du in England, also musst du halt bei manchen äh, Bahnhöfen, musst du halt dein Ticket scannen, um rein und auch wieder rauszukommen. Und bei manchen musst du das aber nicht. Das heißt, du kannst manchmal halt auch ohne Ticket einsteigen und wenn du dann irgendwie, weiß nicht, die Leute, die kontrollieren, ähm, überlistest, kannst du vielleicht äh, bis zum Ende kommen ohne Ticket. Aber wenn du an einem Bahnhof aussteigst, wo du halt, wo halt so eine Ticket-Barrier ist, dann brauchst du halt irgendwas, was du scannst, damit du wieder rauskommst. Und die Person in dem Zug, die die Durchsage gemacht hat, gesagt, ähm, in, I think it was Aberdeen, in Aberdeen there are ticket barriers, so you are going to need a ticket. Unless you want to live in the train station, you are going to need a ticket. <lacht> Das hat uns sehr gefallen. Ähm, in, in Deutschland, ähm, da macht sich die Deutsche Bahn oft halt über sich selber lustig. Ähm, in Deutschland habe ich schon gehört, dass wenn sie mal zu früh ankommen irgendwo, dass sie dann durchsagen so, also eine Freundin hat das erzählt, dass sie gesagt haben so, meine Damen und Herren, sie erleben gerade etwas Einzigartiges, wir kommen zwei Minuten früher in München an. <lacht> Und andererseits in Österreich eine, eine Durchsage, die man sehr oft hört, ist Dieser Zug ist heute 15 Minuten verspätet. Grund dafür ist eine Verspätung aus einem Nachbarland. <lacht> Und alle Österreicher wissen ja, dass es Deutschland ist. Ja, ja, natürlich. Aber das, fairerweise äh, muss man sagen, dass auch Züge aus Italien oder Ungarn oder wo auch immer auch ja. verspätet sein können. Ähm, ich glaube, ich habe einen guten Abschlussfakt, oh yeah. der uns wieder zurück zu Washrooms bringt. Oh, perfekt, perfekt. Ähm, an den meisten Bahnhöfen in Österreich gibt es auch keine Gratis-Toiletten, was mich sehr nervt. Aber wenn du mal in Tullnerfeld umsteigst, dort gibt es eine ausgezeichnete Gratis-Toilette. Ah, perfekt. Genau, eine. wenn du mal ins Waldviertel fährst in Niederösterreich... Ähm, <lacht> dann kannst du dort aufs Klo gehen, wenn du zum Beispiel deinen Anschluss verpasst. Wenn du mehr Gratis-Toilette kennen, können sie uns ein E-Mail schicken. Ja, schickt uns alle eure Lieblings Gratis-Toiletten auf closesite.gmail.com <lacht> um, And on that note, I think that might be the end of the podcast. Mm.